Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Don't forget, do all the things you like to do to podcasts. Subscribe, share, like, whatever you do. Also, don't forget to tune in each weekday from 3 to 7 to News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas for the Charlie James Show. I would appreciate that as well. Well, today we found out that Hunter Biden was indicted on three federal firearms charges. Now, I'm reading from the Los Angeles Times here from the Associated Press. Hunter Biden was indicted Thursday on federal firearms charges, the latest step in a long-running investigation into the president's son that puts the case on track for a possible trial as the 2024 election looms. The younger Biden is accused of lying about his drug use when he bought a firearm in October of 2018, a period when he has acknowledged struggling with addiction to crack cocaine, according to the indictment filed on the federal court in Delaware by special counsel overseeing the case. Of course, that special counsel is David Weiss. The indictment comes weeks after the collapse of a plea deal that would have averted a criminal trial and more distracting headlines as President Biden seeks re-election. The court fight may be an extended one. Hunter Biden's defense lawyer has argued that his client didn't violate the law and remains protected by an immunity provision in the attempted plea deal. In addition, the firearms charges are rarely filed as standalone counts, and a recent appeals court decision called the law behind them into question. You see, they're already making excuses here. They're already setting up for failure. The president's son has also been under investigation for his business dealings, and the special counsel has indicated that tax charges could be filed against him in Washington, D.C. or in California, where he lives. Political pressure surrounding the case has also escalated this week as the Republican-led House formally opened an impeachment inquiry into the Democrat president. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's just go back. I love this. Younger Biden is accused of lying about his drug use when he bought a firearm. But then, just one paragraph later, or two paragraphs later, he, they, they talk about how he admitted that he was having problems with crack cocaine. It seems like you just answered your own question there, Associated Press, but they're very, very good at that, aren't they? Now, this indictment came out today, but did you notice something? Did you notice the lack of something? That's right. Crickets. Almost nobody talked about this. This wasn't even this wasn't even one of those. Yeah, we got a moments. This wasn't even one of those. Well, it's about damn time they got this guy. No, it was almost nothing out there. Oh, sure. It was a blip on the news here and there, a write up in the L.A. Times or the, uh, the New York Times or what have you. But it was no celebration. There was no rejoicing that they got Hunter. Because I think we've all seen this movie before, and it doesn't end well. Now, let's just think about all of the things that the Democrats have actually been investigated for. We'll just go back to Benghazi and Hillary Clinton. Go back to the comments that were made by Trey Gowdy. Most of the people who asked me about Benghazi, I could not tell you their political ideation, if they have one. They just want to know what happened. And I intend to tell them, and I intend to tell them sooner rather than later. So the letters haven't worked. 
and the Southern politeness has not worked. We're going to ratchet it up because I need access to the documents and the witnesses, and we need to be able to conclude our work. Was anybody indicted? Did anybody go to jail? Did anybody lose their jobs when our American ambassador to Benghazi was murdered and paraded throughout the streets? Did anybody go to jail for that? No, it was a, a huge failure for the then Secretary of State. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. In fact, Hillary Clinton did at one point issue this very, very interesting statement. What difference at this point does it make? That's right. What difference does it make? It doesn't matter anymore because you know why? It didn't matter to her. She could care less about what happened in Benghazi. It just wasn't on her radar. Well, let's just go uh, just a, a little more recent and the Hillary Clinton server investigation. I think once again, we remember what Trey Gowdy said about that. Right, House Select Committee on Benghazi Chairman Trey Gowdy released a statement today. He's slamming former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton over her email compliance with the committee. He says Clinton did not provide a single new document or her private server to the inspector general. She also allegedly decided to wipe her server clean and permanently delete all emails from that personal server. Gaddy says that decision happened sometime after October of 28th, uh, October 28th of last year. That's when the Department of State first asked for the first time for the secretary to return her public records to the department. And then let's listen to what Jim Comey said about Hillary Clinton and the server. Although we don't normally make public our recommendations to the prosecutors, we frequently make recommendations and engage in productive conversations with prosecutors about what resolution may be appropriate, given the evidence. In this case, given the importance of the matter, I think unusual transparency is in order. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. He admitted that what she did was improper or uh, illegal as a matter of fact, but said he really couldn't find any prosecutor to take the case. Once again, a gut punch for conservatives. We're used to this. We've seen all of this crap before. Do you really think anything is going to happen with this Hunter Biden indictment? I'm not going to get too excited about this Hunter Biden indictment. In fact, when I read it, I was kind of uh, giving a little bit of the case of the blues because I know how this is going to turn out. He's not going to jail. The son of the president of the United States is not going to jail. Now, he would absolutely go to jail if his name was Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump or even, <laughs> even Barron Trump. But as long as his name is Biden, he's not going to go to jail. He's certainly not going to go to prison. He's certainly not going to get the punishment that you and I would get if we signed those documents for a gun purchase the way he did. We would be thrown under the jail. But see, the Bidens, they're part of the elite, the high muckety muck. And you just don't mess with them. 
I mean, all you got to do is look at the way that the mainstream media is protecting Joe Biden. I just read you that piece from the Los Angeles Times where they were actually trying to discount these charges against Hunter Biden and go on to discount the uh, impeachment inquiry that was going on. In fact, they've been doing that since it came out. Since Kevin McCarthy announced that there was going to be an an, an, uh, indictment inquiry or an impeachment inquiry, everybody in the media ran to their defense. And why is that? Because they were told to. There was a letter that was intercepted by CNN and made public where the White House is telling news organizations not to pay attention, not even to report on these impeachment proceedings from the Republicans. They said, and basically I'm paraphrasing here, if you were to say they say this and the White House says this, you are now lending credence to their inquiry which is baseless and has no merit whatsoever. So what happened? Well, the folks at CNN, MSNBC, all of the mainstream media, they say, yep, you're exactly right. We're not going to report on that. And they're not. They're not going to spend hardly any minutes whatsoever of valuable airtime bringing to you the charges that the Republicans are levying against Joe Biden. They're going to ignore it. The same way they ignored all of the business dealings, the same way they have ignored ignored all of the evidence. And I fully predict, I think this is going to happen maybe sooner than later, maybe sooner than I think. Jack Smith is going to come out with a fifth indictment of Donald Trump. Anything to get this indictment of Hunter Biden off the front page. That's the game plan. Now, I've said it before. I'll say it again, probably a thousand times. Democrats are better at politics than Republicans. Now, I don't mean they have better policies. I don't mean they have a better plan. I don't mean that their policies have a better outcome. I mean they're better at playing the game. Not only do they know the rules, they know how to bend the rules. I'll give you a perfect example. Remember when uh, we heard the White House say that in order for an indictment inquiry to begin, then there has to be a floor vote? Let's take you back just a couple of years to Nancy Pelosi and hear what she said. As the distinguished chairman said, uh, there's no requirement that we have a vote. And so at this time, we will not be having a vote. And I'm very pleased with the thoughtfulness of our caucus in terms of being supportive of the path uh, that we are on in terms of fairness, in terms of seeking the truth, in terms of upholding the Constitution of the United States. So there it was. Precedent has been set. Nancy Pelosi said, we don't need a floor vote. So we're not going to have one. But she also said something very telling there. And this is what I'm talking about. She said she wanted to thank all of the members of her caucus for their unity. Their unity. Now, that's a pretty big deal because that's something that we are really seriously lacking in the Republican Party. Unity. You can can have this indictment inquiry into Joe Biden, and you're going to find some Republicans who will side with the Democrats. I, for what reason? I don't know. 
Maybe they're they're in in, in a Republican area of, of of a blue state, and they want to make sure they keep their jobs, folks. The rhinos in Congress are the real problem, even more so, in my opinion, than the Democrats. They're the ones that are causing, that are allowing the Democrats to run amok in Washington, D.C. They are willing accomplices to the Democrats and their initiatives. And they will stand by and watch the ship sink. Because I guess they believe that if they side with the Democrats enough, then the Democrats will leave them alone. They won't touch them. They won't be angry at them. Maybe they'll still get invited to all the swanky parties, like the, <laughs> like the correspondence dinner. Who cares? It's amazing. When you do have some renegades in the House and in the Senate, you don't see it much in the Senate, but in the House, that will stand up to the Biden administration. How are they labeled by their fellow Republicans? Renegades? Rogues? Why, it's amazing. But when you get somebody like John McCain, who will actually side with the Democrats, he's called the Lion of the Senate. Doesn't that kind of make you scratch your head? Why somebody who ran on repeal and replace Obamacare and ran on building the border wall, when Donald Trump proposed both of those things, he voted against them. And he was praised by the Democrats and the media. I wouldn't give a hoot in hell for a Republican who gets praise from the Democrats. I want Republicans to be a thorn in the side of Democrats. And I mean an achy thorn in the side every single day that is there in their side, agitating and aggravating them every turn. But do we see that? No. No, we don't. In fact, Bill Gates today had an amendment to um, the uh, military spending bill. And this amendment would basically ban diversity, equity, and inclusion from our military. It would do away with that. Nine Republicans voted with Democrats against Matt Gates. Nine turncoat Republicans sided with the Democrats. That makes me sick. It really does. I mean, if you just go back and look at, 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 at history, the moment that Donald Trump came down that escalator at Trump Tower, you already had Maxine Waters talking about impeach, impeach, impeach. And everybody followed in behind her. Nobody even asked a question about that phone call to Ukraine. Nobody asked a question because the reason was they knew that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were in Ukraine up to their necks. And it wasn't just them either. It was also Lindsey Graham and John McCain. Go back and look at that Oliver Stone documentary. I think it's called Ukraine is on Fire or Ukraine Burning. It will open your eyes as to what we did in Ukraine in 2014. But that's why the Democrats had to get Donald Trump out of office, because he was on to something with these people. He was on to something. You had massive amounts of corruption in Ukraine, and Donald Trump merely suggested that they might want to look into it. And for that, he was impeached. 
Do I think Joe Biden will be impeached? I have my doubts. Do I think Hunter Biden is going to go to jail or prison? No, I don't. I think he's going to get some little fine. He's going to get some little amount of probation. And he's going to continue with his life like nothing ever happened. And that's a shame. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.